0: many people uh ushering their kids out to first year university and, and college and you know I, I have a lot of friends that are making the trek up to different uh facilities to make sure the kids are okay in the dorms and Ryerson University my alma mater has run in the school year yesterday they started with their first ever all-gender housing we're joined now by Ian Cruikshank who is the director of housing and residence life at Ryerson University welcome to the show
1: Hi Kelly, how are you?
0: I'm fantastic. So Ian, this is a big deal at Ryerson. This is a uh, all-gender option with regards to student housing. How many students chose the all-gender option because I understand you moved them in yesterday?
1: Yeah, so uh, with the students moving in, we have about 49% of the of the students who actually moved in uh, selected that option and probably close to 50-50 in terms of the number of applications that we received. So we have a little bit of a wait list, so the number bumps up a little higher there.
0: Okay, so what is the all-gender housing look like? Describe it for us.
1: So it starts at the application phase um, where students are sort of, they're given the option as to whether or not they want to be matched with someone of the same gender or if they want all gender housing. Um, And then from there, um, if they select single gender or same gender, um, they're required to give us their their gender or their gender identity. And if they select all gender, um, it doesn't matter. So they are not required. And then we just assign them uh, a room. Um, so we have some spaces that'll be single gender this year because enough students or students requested that, mm-hmm. um, obviously about 50% of them. And then, uh, the, the remaining 49% or almost 50%, um, will be all gender spaces. So it doesn't really matter.
0: Were you shocked at the amount of people that picked the all gender version? Um, I don't know about shocked,
1: I, I guess, I mean, maybe a little surprised. Yeah. Um, I think it. I
0: mean, Cause 50, 50 is a big deal. I mean, yeah. are we talking about single or double rooms?
1: Uh for the most part single rooms. But Inter- there are
0: some doubles? But there are some doubles. So I could then say okay all gender and I might end up with Chris as my roommate.
1: You might you exactly. So you wow. if you selected all gender and you only wanted a double room mm-hmm. and and Chris say said the same then if yeah, I mean that's that's the sort of the way that it works. Um and so you're I mean you're open to that um by selecting all gender really.
0: And what was the feedback? Was there anybody that said, "Oh, you know what? I don't actually like this. I don't want, I w- I I didn't know I'd be I thought I'd just be in a dorm room, you know, a dorm apartment where there were some guys and girls, but I don't want to sleep in the same room as a guy.
1: Right. Um, So the only we had one one uh, student who uh, who came into the office and said they mistakenly selected the wrong the wrong one um, out of the out of all that we moved in. So, I mean, it, it shows, yeah, that that. I think um, the education piece that we that we uh, attempted uh, to run at the beginning to talk really about what this is about and get the questions um, out at the application phase really worked because students knew what it was about before they got here.
0: What are you hearing from the parents? Were there any parents that were, uh, you know, what was the feedback like? Were they happy? Were they shocked? Were they a little bit perplexed?
1: I think it's interesting. I think most parents are are pretty involved in the in the application. So it it wasn't there wasn't a lot of uh, of surprise Um, yesterday. I think, you know, sort of they're they're involved in helping to fill out the application. And they're certainly uh, in many cases involved in helping to pay for the accommodation. Um, And so moving in, it just seemed like it was something that was uh, it was kind of a non-issue yesterday.
0: How long had this been in the works?
1: Uh, So the the idea um, sort of initiated two years ago um, when we were looking at what we were doing and then really ramped up about, I guess, about a year and a half ago. Um, when we had a, a conversation with uh, with a student union group uh, who came in to chat with us just about some of the concerns uh, that uh, trans identified students may have been going through uh, in terms of their uh, in terms of residence, and we'd already offered a mixed gendered apartment. Um, so again, the idea that you could be in a in an apartment. Um, with different folks of a different gender Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same point in time there was still that that sort of mandatory piece of you had to identify um, regardless Um, and so it really wasn't I mean the point that was made is sort of at at this point when you're you're at your sort of most vulnerable or you're most anxious you're moving to a new city often far away um, and uh, and that's the very first thing that greets you it it sets you um, in the space of feeling uncomfortable before you even arrive on campus.
0: Uh there is one of your students she 's a third year trans student, and she doesn't identify as male or female. She says this option is now going to help improve campus culture. Can you expand on that
1: i yeah I think it's i mean it's it's setting the tone um it's setting the tone early uh so that a student sees themselves in in the space before they ever even get here um and uh and so they're not starting from a place they're starting not from a deficit I guess. Um, when they arrive on campus they're starting uh, in a place where campus seems is is a safe space for them um, and I think the other side of it too is it's it 's uh through the education and through the conversation that we 're having with our first years as they live on campus that you know sort of on their journey here, whether that be a four or five or six or however long it takes them to get you know, sort of through uh, university, they're going to carry that with them the whole way through. So, I mean, it starts small. This is the first year we're running the running the program, but all of the students and residents will be exposed to the program this year and we'll have a different way of carrying out that conversation or and and being involved in that conversation as they go forward.
0: I know it's hard to predict something like this, but uh, do you know if this is, uh, is something, or do you feel that this is something that's going to become more popular next year? You know, you had a 50-50 split almost with the option of choosing all-gender housing or not uh do you see this becoming more popular in the in the future
1: yeah i i think you're i mean you, you sort of hit the nail on the head It's just every year is different um and uh so you know we we do our best and and in terms of predictive uh stats it's it's interesting how every year is different but the stats tend to be somewhat uh similar in terms of where students are coming from and what their their experiences are and so uh, I would anticipate that will be at least the same. I, mm-hmm. I would also anticipate a slight increase as more and more people know about the program. And I think the other thing is, as Ryerson becomes known as a space where students um, can come and live uh, in a in an all gender environment, students who want that will apply to come here.
0: All right, I'm going to talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. Ian, are you worried about the partying or do you think it's going to diffuse a little bit of that like let's go over to the girls' residence and party and and you know throw it down, or do you think like this'll this will take some of that away
1: uh we've We've always had a uh co-ed environment or you know if you it, when it was back in sort of the binary uh, and the old language we would have called it co-ed um I don't know as it'll it'll change the culture all that much um from that perspective I think you know, my, my sense is that we do a lot to, to work with our students um, around the conversations about um, sort of being safe with each other, mm-hmm. uh, ensuring that there's, you know, consent in, a, in, in any sort of situation. Um, and I think the other the other piece is um, the conversation has changed around um, around that type of culture. And we talk a lot about with our students about making um, making good choices and safe choices rather than, I think, you know, 15 years ago, you would have been talking sort of more prohibitive in terms of don't do this, don't do that. It's now more about educating students because you know that, you know, at some point in time, people are going to to try new things and experiment with new things. And so the the important part is knowing that they have resources that are there, but also that they're making the best decision that they can in the moment. And I don't know that that has anything to do with gender Mm -hmm. split, you know? Yeah. And I
0: I think what you're trying to do, or what I'm hearing that you're trying to do is build socially responsible community, or at least the students are aware of that now. So that's Hats off to you. Do you know if this is unique to Canada? In Canada, uh, rather.
1: Well, so I mean, in, in Canada, I know there's some schools that are that are doing uh, gender neutral, mm-hmm. um, and I know that there are just there are different ways of doing it. I think, from my sense, we're one of the few that have just sort of taken the taken the the shackles off of the old application system, uh, and we're and we've just sort of removed it. And I think by removing the question, what we're essentially saying is if this is information isn't important to you in terms of assigning your room, it's not really that vital to us. Um, so I think we're one of the few that actually do, you know, has made that sort of gender identity question completely voluntary um, and said across our system, the default is that it's an all gender um, housing system. And if we need to accommodate single gender because the students request that and require yep. that, then we will do it. But our system is all gender.
0: Well, Ian, it's uh, it's the first year ever. So I'm going to hang on to your number and maybe we'll check in with you during the school year and see how things are going yeah
1: i'd be excited to chat more all
0: sure. right thanks ian i appreciate your time today thank you cheers that's ian cookshank director of housing and residence life at ryerson university my alma mater uh they did something novel this year all gender housing you know i was a bit shocked chris i didn't realize they would you know we're talking about some double rooms you and i could have been roomies in university how would that sit with you your silence says it all